the unfiltered podcast where we talk about your mom anything you say our comeback will be your mama are we live yet i kind of got in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're like, is he peeing is that is that brian peeing um i'm washing yes, my hands oh yeah that's what they all say <laughs> bam we're live mm, oh my great. goodness you guys don't you guys have a life i know i don't i just ran inside to watch some ufc Whoo, that was a crazy, crazy fight. Like and subscribe. Turn on notifications. Thank you, Chet. Thank you. Oh, I saw someone. I saw some of the athletes wearing this Prey shirt today. Is that like a brand, Prey? It's a Mayhem uh, mayhem shirt. Oh, all right. Well, then now I think I know who. Uh, uh-oh, there she is. The Sevon Podcast Team Rocks. Thank you, Mom. I was, okay, so no. You I, know, actually, I, I got a Mayhem shirt today. You want to see it? Yeah, I won't do any of your mama jokes. I don't think my mom likes those. Ben Davidson, media guy for CrossFit Miami. Super, super nice guy. I got his shirt. This is their Miami Heat, Miami awesome. tribute, Wadapalooza shirt. No, I'm not, I'm not liking it. I'm not liking it. Hold that up again. I'm not liking oh, it. Oh, no. Come on, dude. It's amazing. No, what are you talking about? Look at the way those letters are. That's like Ted Bundy. Like, or that's like serial killer. No, the, right the Miami Heat have a jersey this year that's like this. They, it, it's, it, it wasn't original. It's just a tribute to Miami. I can't believe I, I don't think that just because there's one bad jersey, you should uh, mimic it with another bad jersey. <laughs> Sometimes I forget how old you are. Right, that's true. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh my goodness, Bruce! I I was I didn't get to watch the last round. Those were the four craziest rounds uh, since the last time Calvin Cater fought. I mean, that was absolutely. Oh, we well, should you should have just watched. Is it going on right now? That's not hating. That's no, because if I put it on our feed, then then our. Feed no, I'm just get- saying we could have started ten minutes later. It just ran like a mile to get here in time. Oh, sorry. Well, it's it's uh, I basically just want to make sure. O- O'Keefe's not staying up all night. He's going to be up all night no matter what. <laughs> Brian Someone's got to figure out how to get some scores up there. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, man. I don't know. Is there a, is there even a leaderboard right now? I heard it was all messed up. There's so there's no, a bunch of people. Go ahead, no Will. Scores, there's no scores in for the last two events at all. Uh, um, uh, but, they, but they put something up on the broadcast. They did? Yeah, but uh, you know, the app is not updated. I don't know. Well, let's start there then. By the way, your shirt is bothering me. I don't know why it's bothering you, but I this will say shirt this. is bothering you. No, this one. Someone is yeah, saying, Sevon, sh- your shirt is bothering me. I walked into my house right now. There's a bunch of people over for the fights, and everyone. You should have worn that shirt, shirt tomorrow. It's like why? Tiger Tiger Woods red for Sunday, not oh. Saturday night. I mean, who's Tiger Woods? <laughs> uh, Brian, what is wrong with the scoreboard? Let's start there. Recap. Uh, this is a recap of day number three, Saturday at Wadapalooza. A fantastic day. Great stuff. But um, it, it is a little bummer when we can't know how well. I mean, sp- specifically with uh, Colton Mertens and Ellie Turner. I want to know where they're at. I be honest, I don't know where anyone's at. The I mean, I, I do know uh, some of the races. I have an idea. But in general, I don't know because. So the scoring system that they're using is. Uh, is that th- it's, uh, it used to be the old throwdowns. Now they're called strongest and they hit the buzzer and they get a score. And that's been working super well. And last night we talked about how Savan even said it's the most efficient turnaround on scoring that he's ever experienced in a CrossFit competition. And for, but for the running, the workout that ended with the running today, because when you got out of the water, all the athletes had to go to, you know, pass the same amount of distance to finish the race. It didn't make sense to have the buzzer right in front of your runner. Cause what if you went to the first one and I went to the last one, it'd be a different amount of space. So we traveled. So instead they created the finish line and they had put chip timers around either one athlete on the team or on every individual athlete. And then everyone ran the same distance. It was just, you ran 
won a part of the distance before getting on your runner and then finished out your little snake to the finish line and crossed the line. Very but, well explained. Thank you. <laughs> but the, it was a great idea in theory, but the chip timers or whatever that system is have had some issues that they're still resolving. And if you're uh, two or three years ago, I think it was three years ago now at Wadapalooza, they had a run on the beach a few miles away from here. All the athletes did that with the chip timers, and it took them t- like two days to resolve the scores from that one event. Fortunately, wait, wait, wait. That- what did you just say? It took them how, how long? <laughs> two days. <laughs> but this should be better than that because there's um, there's like less variables involved. So, Brian, this is, I think you're being nice. This is what I think happened just in, based on my experience of the CrossFit Games. I think that something has gone so drastically bad that they now are uh, – no, uh, no, 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 no. You can't just call on the show. Unless you're Lars, you can't just call the show. What are you doing? Uh, I think something has gone so drastically bad – uh-oh, here he is. Uh, I think something has gone so drastically bad that it's like the CrossFit Games. Uh, Matt, plug yours. That – they're actually watching the video now to figure out who's in what place. Well, this morning I did uh, tell the director of that stage that just in case everything else goes wrong, make sure you have a fixed camera on the finish line. Because that, that's did. what that's. I mean, I've seen that happen at the CrossFit Games many times, where yep. they don't know what the the chips don't work or something doesn't work, and everything has to be tallied by uh, cameras. Hi, Matt. Hello, boys. How are we uh, doing? I want to thank your programmer for uh, making sure Colt Mertens just completely dominated, <laughs> dominated one of them. He was, thank you. He was, re- he was really excited about that win. <laughs> <laughs> More or less excited than making the CrossFit Games. Yeah, I think I think it was about level. Hey, dude, Whoop needs to do a commercial around him. They need to put a Whoop on him, and they go, it reads some people's heartbeats, but not others. You know, and it's just like Mertens, you just see him as he just plummets down to 20. Oh, man. How, how has that been on the broadcast, the, the, the live? I haven't been able to watch it. Kind of, has that been it's well? good. It's so yeah. good. Yeah, I love it's great. It. I think it's really cool. Um, there has been a malfunction on the uh, the scoreboard. We jinxed it. We were talking about how it's the greatest scoreboard in the history of any live event, and now today, just to punish us for saying that, they are not updating us on any <laughs> scores. Can you tell us? Uh, bye, Brian. Oops. Can you tell us um, either what's going on or who's in first place or what what kind of news can you bring to us? Yeah. And, and what are you uh, wearing over your shoulder? Take that off and stay a while. Chill out, buddy. Uh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's my bag. It's my noble fanny uh, pack. Um, you like that plug, Simone? Yes, thank you. Um, the yeah, we we at, we're working on it right now. The um, the chips malfunction for a group, you know, a bunch of groups and. Um, we're trying to pull the data out right now that they apparently do have a function where they still do store the data and there's a way to get it out. So we're working on that now, but we also have a finish line camera. Um, we have a lot of different ways we can review it. It's obviously a lot of work, which is what we're going to do. But the, um, they're trying to you know pull the data out of the chips right now. So each of those chips, even if they're used for... 30 heats or 20, whatever it is, doesn't matter. It stores the, the data somewhere um, and you're able to pull it out. And it's kind of like going through a stack of cards. You know, you're going to find something. So 
they've got a little work to do, but they'll get it up to date. Um, it's there somewhere, but we, we, we just got a little work at it. So I think you heard, I heard you say that the games just have that problem. I know we've had, sometimes the chips don't work, you know, it, it's, uh, it's tech, so we'll get on it. I've seen everything stop. Rowers stop, bikes stop. I mean, in the middle oh, yeah. of live ESPN shows, I've seen timers stop working. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let me see if I understand this correctly. So, like, there's these security cameras you can buy for your house, and they'll beam, like, the stream to your computer and then to the cloud, and then they'll also have a SIM card in it. So basically – and then – and then so basically what you're saying is, is the fact that it didn't beam to the computer is okay. The chip has its own memory. And then even if that fails and you can't get that, you still have the uh, camera at the end so you guys will be able to tally it, but it's just a drag. Yep. Yep. They, they, there's uh, – exactly. You put it perfectly. There's, it actually does go to the cloud as well, um, apparently. So we'll find out. I, I find it fascinating that it went to the cloud, but it didn't go to our broadcast. But, <laughs> but, you know, um, but hey, you know that stuff happens, and everybody has done a great job with it. We'll, we'll get we'll get around we'll get it up so these guys know where they sit. Uh, while we're just talking about um, bad shit, let's uh, piggyback on that. Um, was there uh, a situation where a team got into a conflict with each other? And one of the girls, uh, one of the guys on my life, he called it an estrogen malfunction. I think that's really rude, but I mean, whatever. I, I, I can't control the comments in my my. Oh, I just sorry, Brian. I can't control. I can't control the comments. But um, was was there, for lack of a better term, an estrogen malfunction on the girls RX team? Did one of the 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 three the trio get in a fight and one of the girls storm off and then people thought she was drowning and so the whole event got stopped? No. Um... No, that's not the way it went, from what I understand. But, again, I wasn't over there. Our team did a really good job with that. That was, um, that was a, you know, a, a scary moment for a bit because of how the person that was missing sort of handled it. Um, but apparently the real story is that she jumped in the water and then um, wasn't a good swimmer and got scared, turned around and went back and, was upset with herself, so she went somewhere to not be happy with herself alone, oh. and nobody could find her. Much better she, story. Much better yeah, story, yeah, though. Yeah. I like this so better. No, okay. There was no fight. It was just a, you know, I mean, naturally in a situation like that, when we don't have a clear answer to what the situation is, we put, you know, you know, we put plans in place to, to start to work on a solution for that, and it was extreme. So they did it. My, that, the team did a great job. Honestly, and um, they do anyway. So it, to me, from where I said it had been surprising to lose someone because we have over two thousand people swim every year, and it, and it is a it is a stressful day because that's a lot of people and there's a lot of moving pieces. Um, but uh, we have a team that's done it, you know, lifeguarded for us for years, police and fire that are all crossfitters, by the way, in Miami that um, have a really cohesive plan to identify people in the water. And, you know, we pay attention. We do a good job. I mean, people struggle in that swim. So someone struggling is not unique. Like, we've had many issues where people need help or whatever, and we've done a great job of it. So it was surprising to hear that we lost someone. Um, I understand the reaction of the team because they have to, but we've never lost anyone. People are great at what they do, and it, it was just that. So everybody's good. 
So let me see if I heard you correctly. One of the swimmers jumped in the water, swam over to one of those yachts, and got drunk and passed out. Is that, <laughs> did, did I hear that right? That, that, that could be a storyline. I'm sure that's how it would play out. I'm, let's just, yeah. So everybody is clear. She, no fight. She just, I mean, I guess she was upset that yeah. she let her, let her team down. It was the real story. And, um, oh, Keith, you, you were there, you were there the year, uh, and it's probably happened multiple years, that at the Aaron Hoff event, the Hawaii Trail Run, people have gone missing. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's more uh, understandable than <laughs> what Oh, poor Aaron, poor Aaron. And I love him to death. He is one I of know my you dear, do. dear friends. And Hoppy put, like, oh, man, you've done it. I've, I've got, I've, it's one of, one of the worst things I've ever done in my life was the year that it rained and we did a 10K that was probably a 15K. You know, distance is relative to him, but... <laughs> That does not surprise me that there was probably a search party sent out at the trail room. Uh, the the event tonight where um, Noah went out there and spoke, um, was that planned? Did Noah know he was going to be going out there? Yeah. So, you know, we've been looking for, you know, for a long time leading up to this, but, you know, ways to celebrate our 10th. Um, and, you know, Dylan and I sat down and talked about it and, my, my first thought and idea was that I really wanted Dylan to speak uh, with Noah, you know, to, to, you know, speak about what Wadapalooza meant to them. That's generally the opening ceremonies, by the way, but because of the lot weather and time's getting pushed back, we, we punted it to tonight. And, um, but yeah, you know, Dylan doesn't like the spotlight and, um, you know, he deserves it for all the work he's done for 10 years on this event. And, you know, he, he didn't want to speak. So um, I, I asked Noah to speak and he was excited about it. That was a special moment. You know, I mean, I think everybody can watch that differently. But Noah can, it grew up at this event, you know, and, and he gained a lot of confidence at this event. And, and uh, he's a huge part of the success of this event and the growth. I mean, you know, he's, you know, he's so, he's, the, the Waza brand synonymous, been synonymous with him. And, and to recognize Guido, who, you know, dreamt this thing up and his family who endured seven years of him being, you know, in charge of it, um, it was important, really. You know, I, you know, those guys are up there recognizing me and it's like, I mean, yeah, I, I, I love this event and I worked my butt off, but they did a lot of the hard work to get it where it was. And, I, you know, I was able to, to build off of it with them. So that was special for me. Uh, I, I I know Guido and I know Noah and um, and I know Dylan just from the years of being with CrossFit. I don't know Stacy, but I assume I mean Guido, Noah, and Dylan. I've never had anything but a ten out of ten interactions with. Just yeah, your team's amazing. Uh, has Stacy been in the CrossFit space for a while? Yeah, Stacy. Um, Maybe I know her and I just don't recognize the Stacey name. Stacy competed. She was one of the females on their regionals team every year. Okay. Um, she's a really good competitor for a long time, and um, she she handles all the staff and volunteers. So just so people have context, you know, these guys were running this out of Guido's gym for years, and it was Dylan and Stacy and Guido sitting at the table in Peak Three Sixty working on you know, this thing that was like a freight train, you know, growing and 
there are people wanting to come to. And Stacy took a huge brunt of it. You know, she corrals a thousand people, you know, and uh, she's done a year over. We didn't know if she'd come back this year. And, you know, she did for, you know, just all the right reasons. She's been, I mean, her job's tiring and she was pretty tired after 20. Um, but, man, I'm so proud of that group and her. She has a really hard job, uh, you know, keeping, you know, people come down here and give their time and you got to make sure you really take care of that group and she's in charge of that. So that group's awesome. And, you know, Vita's wife's a big part of it too, by the way, Virginia. I mean, I know, uh, you know, my wife and family take it on the chin with this event. So I know what that means. And, uh, yeah, he is a passionate guy that puts his heart and soul into everything he does. So I know what that meant at home when he was operating this event. Uh, Tank Top Todd says Sevon looks like he's sponsored by Radio Shack. Uh, Tank Top Todd, um, okay, my mom's listening, but you know, you know what to do. Uh, did you guys? Uh, did you guys? Did you guys happen to catch when I spoke? That when it sounded like I was drunk or having <laughs> yes, a yes. I um, I immediately told my, all my uh, the 700 live viewers we had that uh, uh, looks like um, uh, O'Keefe got into his fentanyl took one too many. I fentanyl. had I had a I literally pulled the mic down and I was like is it, I can't remember exactly what I said to Joan. I'm like what is wrong with the mic? It sounds like I'm having an aneurysm. <laughs> <laughs> the people next to me go is O'Keefe drunk? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I was like what is going on right now? And you know what's funny is I didn't. It's happening again. <laughs> it's the, oh, that is, no, that is funny. <laughs> hey, someone called him just now. That's what happened. I think. Yeah, probably Fraser. <laughs> Someone's like, "Don't talk about that." Someone's monitoring oh. the podcast. He put someone. He put someone on on notice. He's like, "If they bring up these three topics, just call me immediately." Right. right sorry. Sorry. Yeah, so JT. Brian has a theory that when that you tell someone who's watching the show, "Hey, if they bring up these three topics, you call him. You call me immediately so that I go off." <laughs> it's probably. I don't know. That, that was that was Jason Hopper. So I was talking about him at all today. Maybe he was. I can bet you he's watching right now. Jason. He he should I'm be on. asleep. But that, that um, I've been on broadcast before and understand that, and I but I didn't know that was on the broadcast. So it was like like the other mics on the stage, you kind of got to hold close. Anyway, whatever. It was like an out of body experience because I'm like I almost dropped it and then like was going to say, "Can everybody hear me?" Because this isn't working. <laughs> but I just need to hold it lower. My my, my kids enjoyed that. Son, what if you'd have yeah. just looked over to Dylan and, and like, uh, you're fired, like right there at the 10, 10 year? Uh... He was looking at me like, what are you doing right now? And I was like, I don't know. Can you help me? And my son thought it was very funny. He's like, Dad, you sounded like you were drunk. And I was like, thanks, kid. Appreciate you. Thanks, kid. <laughs> um, any, any update on um, Sarah that you can talk about? Um, yeah, she, I mean, she's, I mean, we all, I mean, we're all aware she's, she, had something happen. Um, you know, I met Snorri was at the venue quite a bit today. She has stayed in Miami, so she's gotten checked out and waiting to kind of hear what, what the situation is. I, I'll let her tell okay. people what she wants Fair to enough. tell them. Yeah, she, she's, um, you know, I hope she's okay. Um, I hope it's, you know, not the worst case scenario. I, I, I love Sarah. She's an awesome girl. She's such a cool, 
part of the sport. And I hope she's fine. I hope she's all right. Yeah, I think you know what I think everyone does, whether you're a fan or not. She's a huge part of the sport. And, and, like, I know it sounds cheesy because people try to say that about every athlete, but I wouldn't say it about every athlete. And but but I think Sarah's the shit, and it would, it would like we need her. So she's awesome. Yeah. Um, what happens next? Is it is it the West Coast Classic or is it the Granite Games? Um, I don't know. Okay. Did I know that? Yeah, that, it, it's um. Well, bro, hold on a sec. Hold on a sec, Matt. Uh, uh, Brian's here. Brian, which one happens next? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know yeah, it, it'll all depend, um, you know, on how, how things play out with the season and all that. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, nobody knows yet. I um I want to apologize for a couple of our staff that um, behaved inappropriately and they are no longer with us. And all that means is we just don't send them the link in the morning. And when I say our staff, I use that term very loosely. I just very. I, I just walked back with Kristen, and um, I had I had I, this is I've got a really funny story. I won't be long winded with this, but I woke up at three a.m. and my hamstring was like was cramping. You know, I'm I'm uniquely dehydrated this week, and I try really hard, but it's just impossible. And I stood up and I like crumbled to the ground, and I was like in trouble, pain, couldn't fix it, and I like. Have you ever had that before? Was, yeah, I mean, like, you know, I run, I, I stay up late a lot and work, and like, I, I, I often will not pay attention. And water is one thing that I don't pay attention to sometimes. And, I have done a decent job this week. It's just hard. It's stress and little sleep and a lot of coffee. But but I um I like bear crawled basically to a table I knew had a package of liquid IV on it. I mean this must have been a scene that I wish was recorded. <laughs> and I like reached up and like grabbed it and like put it in my mouth and then grabbed a bottle of water and like put it in my mouth and I'm like, all right, I got like three minutes until this thing takes takes its course through my body and i was i had my phone and i opened it up and there was an email from Kristen with red letters in it to Savon, and i was like oh boy (laughs) 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 and i and i but i read it she's awesome by the way like she is like talk about stacy and volume Kristen has i didn't take offense to it at all i uh, thought it was very diplomatic I, I, i read it and i knew you wouldn't and I knew you wouldn't, even if it was aggressive, because you understand her role. Yep, yep. Because she's like, a, yep. everybody's unhappy about access, and we're doing yep. our best. We have such small spaces, but she has like hundreds of people emailing her every night. And it was like 146 was the email went across. I was like, oh, God. But it, yeah, she's a man. She's, she's a true pro, so. Um, I, I do want to thank you last night after, uh, after we, we've been doing this show and um, y- last night someone reached out to me who is a massive, mass, massive sponsor. It, it, it will, it will change, uh, change the course of my life. I reached out, had been watching Wadapalooza and said, Hey, I'm ready to jump in full steam. Like unbelievable. This is just crazy. So, uh, and it's hard to change my life cause I, cause I wear a red shirt and, um, so thank you just for the access. I mean, I'm, awesome. I'm pumped. Last night I was That's like, I, I wasn't up till 3 a.m. I was probably asleep, um, but, but I was pretty amped last night. So thank you. Well, thank you. I'm going to keep saying it. I've said it every night. You guys have uh, got you know, more awareness to this leading up than ever before. And, and uh, you know, in an event, we're like, I mean, the media 
numbers are so, you know, views and concurrency. It's like, I'm really proud of it. I, I didn't know what to expect with that. We've always been behind the paywall, but people like you have, you know, dug in with us and you know, raised the bar. So thank you. Why, why do you do that? Why did you switch? You just find a different way. Like the paywall is obviously a way, a way to monetize it. And you're like, okay, if the paywall costs $5, but we can give it away for free and charge sponsorship for $5, it's a wash. And it's probably the better way to go. Cause it's a win-win for everybody. Is it something like that? Is that the basic yeah. math? I mean, I, I think we changed for a lot of reasons. I, I get, you know, the, what we were putting out was not, to our standard and um, paywall or not, you know. So I think it was it was it was important to you know bring everything we do to the same standard, you know. And, and that was uh, a big thing that was a, you know has always been a goal. But you know, and and I think you know honestly, you know, we were probably from what I was comfortable from an investment perspective, another year away from that. And it was just it was time. What was being put out was unacceptable. And people were not happy with it, They're, you know, and, and I, I agree with them. So we, you know, stepped up and we have really cool partners that helped us you know, do what we do this year. It's, it's a big investment and uh, it's all the credit goes to them and Charlie Doobie and his team and Kristen and her team for you know putting all the pieces together to make that happen. I, I'm watching it a bit, you know, in, in moments just to see and I'm like, wow, like, I'm so damn proud of that. Like that's that that's a legit broadcast, and um, and people are loving it and engaging it. And it's like you know, my goal with that was for Charlie when he came here. We met in Miami. I was like, here's your here's your here's your job from, from my perspective. You know, you're you're great at what you do, but this is not the games. You know, this is this is a festival, and I want to bring that to life through this broadcast, and so that people see this and want to be there. You know, and know that this is more than the elite competition. There's so many more things that go on here off the floor, and they've done a phenomenal job with that. The leaderboard's working. No, I'm just joking. Um, two, two, two things. Uh, two things. The aerial shots are brilliant. Like really, really brilliant. Like when we were watching the show today, and they put the drone up, and they showed us the event from overhead. Like. Like really cool. You can you can never have. Oh yeah, baby Mertens. You can never have enough of those. And I think we've helped you tremendously because our show is so shitty and wonky, and our audio is so bad that like you, you're like a six foot dude standing next to a four foot dude, so you look like you're six five. So we'll take credit for uh, why you guys look so good. Unless this is the four foot dude. <laughs> That's a four foot dude, but he's a beast. I, talk, I talked I to him that. after that event. He was very happy. Um, is there a party tomorrow night? What happens tomorrow after the final event, or do you guys just go to bed? Um, no, we, we have we're, we're, one of the big parts of this event is that the after party is always a big big show, and we we um, yeah, I drag myself over there for a little bit. Um, but people people that compete, particularly volunteers, rip it up. You know, they, they and they should, man. They. They deserve it. So we throw a party. Um, we have a, a restaurant bar rest, uh, rented out in Winwood, and um, you know we'll have a really cool after party. You know, when we whenever we I, I don't make it there until like eleven or midnight, but people start getting there around like nine o'clock. After you know, we we celebrate a little on on site with our team and take some photos. And, but I'm pumped. Yeah, tomorrow night we'll do that. 
Alrighty. Any questions for the for the Mr. O'Keefe, Chief O'Keefe? How emotional were you out there tonight? Man, that was that was. Uh, I didn't expect that because I've watched the video, by the way. So, um, and then you know, I I understood what those guys were going to say because you know, Noah Noah wanted to make sure he was on point. So I kind of heard some of his speech, and it, it, for me, um, and you know. The transition from me, from Guido to me, was hard, and and um, I, I would never disguise it any other way. We talked about it tonight after, and he and I are great friends now, and um, and I know why it was hard. It was his baby, and and he uh, he handled it like a champ, and um, for him for him to you know be able to be out there and be so proud of where it is, and re that, that's real for him. Like you know, it growing and being something he never imagined it be and giving it, you know, us, you know, do on that. It's crazy cool to, to, to hear those guys who really are the reason that that exists. And that's what I want, all I wanted to say. I mean, I wanted to say more, but they all said it, you know, and it wasn't, you know, I needed to make sure that those guys got their due because what I said was true. Like those guys ground like 20 hours a day on this thing with like four people, you know, for a long time. And it would never exist without that. And that, you know, seeing the video and then, I mean, I was like constantly choking up and I'm like, geez, here we go. Like, I'm going to be a hot <laughs> mess on the microphone. And then luckily the mic malfunctioned, straightened me out because it was like, okay, well, either I'm having a stroke or something and that whole thing. But man, that was so cool. That video is awesome. If you haven't watched it, Go watch it. it. It captures the true essence of our history. It was, it was so spot on. Cool. Any uh, any more surprises? Anything <laughs> people can be looking forward to tomorrow? Oh, the final is so badass. It is like, I mean, Dylan's working on it right now because we have possible weather coming through. So Dylan and Joaquin, our, our, our comp team, are sitting there just to have contingencies. So we haven't announced it just to make sure we're looking at the weather when it's coming in. Can you tell us yeah. what stadium it's going to be in? Which workout area? It's always in uh, the, the elites are finish on Flagler, which is the stage that was tonight. Um, okay. where, you know, they're done on Bayside. Um, but th that, um, that final is like perfect. And it's very Waz. Waz is always kind of like, how bad do you want it? And this is like the most, how bad do you want it workout that, that I've, I've maybe seen. So I can't wait for people to see. I mean, it's just like grimy. How bad do you want it? Hey, that's a great title for it. I don't know what the, I don't know what we ended up. Dylan loves naming workouts, so he's probably got something nifty for it. That uh, yeah, that, that's gonna be a great final. That Fran one was what uh, could have been called that too. That Ooh. Fran Echo Bike. How bad do you that want a, that? that that's a top ten worst workout in history. That's pretty maybe nasty. top five. Yeah, man, that those I I sent the other night. Man. I felt I felt bad. But those guys are my friends. That was some pain. <laughs> when that's they, one, when that's the host feels me, bad man. for the athletes, you know something's bad. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Brian. Go ahead. Anything uh, unexpected, cool um, happened to you today that you were want to want to tell people about? Do you know something that happened to me today? No, I just know, like, you know, you're out there all day. You see someone you didn't know, whatever. Some behind-the-scenes info. Like you saw yeah. Don Johnson out in the bay in a boat? or <laughs> Yeah, it's, um, 
Man, that's so hard to to it's like it was just I love you know high five and volunteers and judges and you know our staff. I mean, man, they work so hard. Man, there's just so you know people don't get to capture this. It's hard. I don't even know how you do it. We put videos together on it. The gratitude that they give to me for what they get to do is like it's almost laughable sometimes. Like what? Like you guys are the ones who are doing all the work. Like I'm just here saying you're doing a great job, and it's all day today. Because today was like today's the chaos, and like you know I'm on like the 15 minute all day, and, and um, you know it was just full of all kinds of gratitude from people to me, and like all I'm trying to do is get around and give it to them, and, and uh, man, it's just such a special place and event. Um, it's not like, you know, I think Guido and I had a really nice talk after we talked on the floor and, and it was like, you know, we were talking about how everybody owns this, which can be uniquely challenging at times too, right? But that's what's brought this thing to where it is today. And they really do. They all have like extreme ownership in this event, uh, emotionally and they, they use it the right way. I mean, there, there's so many cool things. I got to watch some adaptive today, which. It's always a highlight for me. Um, you know, Justin Medeiros um, was a, a, a wheelman, I think they call it, um, for, for one of the athletes. And Justin, talk about it cool, right? Justin went and asked those guys if it was okay if he promoted it because he wanted to bring more eyeballs to them. And he was taking photos at an appearance saying, I'll take a photo if you go watch the Adaptive Division tonight. Oh, that's and, awesome. He's just awesome. a great kid. He's a great kid. And there are a lot of people over there watching them do that workout, which was awesome. So yeah. that, that's that's like a peak moment from today for me. And, and anyone who thinks that's insincere or like a mercy thing, because I'm disgusted by that kind of shit, ever, um, it's not. Because um, if you go watch the Adaptive Athletes, you're not going to regret it. Justin's not sending you over there to give fake cheers and shit. You're going to go out there and you're going to see some dudes do some shit that you can't do who have half the, half the parts that you have. And, uh, and, and yeah, that's so cool that Justin did that. He's steering people in the right direction to educate. That them. was, that was, he came back and he was like, okay, the work that they did in that workout is insane. Cause they basically did the same workout. These guys did. They just, they did ring pull-ups. Um, and then they did ring muscle ups with the same heavy snatches. Yeah. You know, and it was like, he was, he, I mean, he is, you know, he contributes there a lot. He has friends in that division, but he was, he was, he came back amazed. He was like, dude, they just like, that was hard what they did, like really, really hard. And, and they don't get enough uh, accolades for it. So, uh, did you, did you see player. that Logan Aldridge is now uh, at Peloton? Yeah, I, I did. I, I love him. He's a what? He's a client of yours? Matt, stop calling. Fraser, we got him. Step that up. Was one, that was you one of the three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, is he a client of yours? You yeah, yeah. Is he a client of yours? Bye-bye. He, he doesn't even mess around. He's like, okay, I'll just hang up and call back. Oh, my gosh. And when he gets off, then I... Re- like I, I wasn't paying attention to the background noise. It's a lot. Now it's now it's so peaceful. It's a lot. Should, should Dude, I just see, not... it's just on just on cue. You know, you talk about Peloton, and I just kick, I got my, <laughs> my son to call me to pick me up. Hey, baby, um, are you his agent? He's a good. 
No, no, you know, no. He, I, he's just, you know, I've talked to him at times when he's had questions, but um, he's, he's, he's awesome. He's such a great so guy. Awesome. But he, he, um, I did know about that ahead of time. Yeah, yeah. He's, I'm really happy for him, man. Right? Me he's, too. Uh, he got a, he got a really cool setup with them, and he deserves it. And um, he's gonna do a great job. And I think that was a, that was a tough decision for him that he's probably waited, you know, for a long time. And I talked to him a little bit about that, but that's a hell yeah, what, what he's doing. Like, yeah, that was that was for me. I'm like, what are you even thinking about right now, dude? Man? Like this is, I mean, he's gonna blow up, and he should. He's know? a superstar. Um, he's a superstar, and, and just it just it hasn't been discovered yet. He's awesome. He's gonna kill it. I'm I'm I'm, I'm excited to watch New York City play out with uh, with him on his social media. You know, back from North Carolina. He's like got the two dogs there with him. He's he's awesome. Awesome. Um, Brian, hello. Hi. Yeah. Are you done eating? Can we let O'Keefe go? No. Yeah, we can let O'Keefe go whenever. I I actually ordered food. It's not even here yet. Oh, great. All right. Matt, thank you. We'll be watching tomorrow. Going hard, and we'll uh, bug you tomorrow night before the party. I love it. Thank you guys very much. Appreciate you guys. Have a great Dude, night. Thanks for having thanks me Thanks for doing this. Yep. All right. Thank you. See you. See you, Matt. Crazy generous. Crazy generous. Crazy, 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 crazy. I almost hit end broadcast. I'm so glad I didn't do that. I just want to say, like, we talk a lot about leadership and lack of leadership, whether yeah. it's people in general talking about the president of the United States, talking about leaders of countries, talking about presidents of companies. And you look at O'Keefe, and I think it's cool, you know, behind the scenes, we got to see him and Frazier bring weight plates out for the guys to warm up. We just saw in the comments, him helping people get in the stands. And I just like, I think it's right to cheer on leadership when it's right, when you're in the mix, helping out your people on the ground, doing the work. He's not just walking around enjoying his event. And I think that's really, really cool. Yes. hundred percent. And he stays so mellow. Did you, Yeah. I, I can't believe how mellow he stays. Did you see him ever get, see him get wound up out there, Brian? Never. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, let's start here with this question, Travis, uh, Brian, what happened with Vellner in the last workout? I didn't think anything happened to him. Okay. Uh, that workout, you have to keep in mind that there are 150 repetitions of that movement that are range of motion. Basically all of the guys that are six feet and taller struggle with that relative to the guys that are five, eight, five, seven. You're and referencing course, the overhead squat and this and the handstand pushups, uh, for the men, five ring muscle-ups, even under a stream amount of fatigue is pretty manageable or relatively routine for a lot of the guys. Um, but his, uh, Vellner in general, his squat cycle rate and his handstand push-up cycle rate are, are kind of slow compared to the other top male athletes. And so I had suspected that this would be his lowest place finish, but I still, I think he almost finished the workout. And I think there were maybe less than 10 guys that did. So I know we don't have the leaderboard, but I'm feel like he was ninth or 10th, which is fine. And he's probably still in first place. Yeah, because he also, I mean, he had another finish similar to that in the uh, swim event. I, I, again, I haven't seen the, the results, but I think he was around 10 to 12th or something like that. And he had like a 33-point lead coming into the day. So he should probably still be in first place because I don't think that, I think, I'm trying to think if there was anyone who placed ahead of him by a significant amount in both workouts. And I don't think that there was. And anyways, it would have to be a very specific person. And we know that Caron was behind him. He was the guy in second. We know that Dallin Pepper was right with him on both of those workouts. Phil Toon had one good one. 
he did finish 1159. Yeah, I knew it was close. Um, so he's no, he's totally fine. Uh, Brian, can you tell us what your guess is for? Oh, is this correct, Brian? <sighs> well, no, this is probably up to date minus the row swim run workout because oh. Phil Toon made a big jump here. I see they and... have four. Yeah. Oh, wait, this is after five workouts. This would be after five workouts. This is be after six workouts minus workout five. So I'm guessing they still don't have the row swim swim run results in. And so that's why you see Colton Merton so high because he had obviously 100 points on event six, but he would have gotten way low points on event five. And Alexander Caron, same thing. He did okay on that one. He had a not so good finish on the running workout. So that's fine. Like that's where that is true. The results counting five of the six events that have happened so far. I'm thinking Phil Toon, he might, he finished. Did he finish? Can you pull that back that? up, actually? Yeah. And what? Finish, the did, running workout? No. Yeah. It was kind of close, though, right? Between them. That was um, far maybe, behind. but I just want to see. So it's only nine points right there. No, no. Uh, I think, Pat, I think Pat was ahead of him on that, on that workout. Actually, I can check for sure. You can. That's very interesting that you can do that. Where would you do that at, Brian? On my own personal notes. Hmm. Uh, um, Will, yeah, do you Velner's have one of the... Cool. Say that again? Velner was finished ahead of Tune on that workout. Uh, Will, do you have this for the women also? Yep. Oh, wait, wait, wait one second. Sorry. So for the, sorry, go back. Sorry, 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 sorry. For those of you who are listening who can't watch, basically right now, tentatively, and we know, and we're ninety nine percent sure, according to Brian, that this isn't accurate because uh, the row swim run is missing. But Patrick Vellner in first, Phil Tune in second, Cole Sager in third. Wait, 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 wait. Scott. If they're not watching, you should probably say that this shows Vellner with four hundred forty nine points and Tune with four forty, and then a massive drop off to Cole Sager at three sixty three. Correct. And Scott Panchik. With 353, Colt Mertens with 351, Alexander Caron with 349, Samuel Cornwallier with 349. And so basically, you have, as Brian was uh, stating. You're going to stop pa- right there. Spencer, Panchik, Scott, Saxon, Panchik, Dallin Pepper rounding out the top 10. Uh, so two of the guys have over have almost 450 points, and the rest of the guys have a, a way to think of it as 350 points or less. So there's a separation of like 80 points from the top two guys and then the rest of the pack. Yep, and that's after five. We'll say after five scored events, and then we're waiting for the results to be input for the the rowing, running, swimming event. How tall are you, Brian? Someone was asking today. Five ten. Oh, oh wow! I didn't realize you were that tall. Okay. Um, okay, let's go look to the girls. Uh, the girls' numbers. Love seeing the Panchicks in the top ten. This I, is a, that, this is the team. Yeah. We can do any of them. We can do any of them. Whatever you want. Well. <laughs> so sensitive a little less a little less yeah there you go okay Uh, so this is good so this will be the same thing because then the points are in the 400s here so with five scored events in ellie turner maintains a lead over emma mcquaid fee sagafi bethany shabbard ariel low and all of them are within 40 points and then there's a 20 point drop to Danny Spiegel, another 20-point drop to Lucy Campbell, who won the swimming workout. So, you know, keeping that in mind that she'd get another 100 points on this. Emma Tall's in eighth. She got second on that workout, so she'll get another 97 points. And then Paige Semenja and Chloe Govan-David showed the top 10 right now. But knowing that the women in seventh and eighth actually took first and second in that event uh, means that it's, you know, it might tighten up even a little bit more and 
like Jude Seven was talking about last night, um, might end up being a very interesting, close, and exciting battle, not just for the podium, but for maybe up to the top eight spots on the women's side. I was going to say, just from a quick, I think it's safe to say that whoever is in the top five going into tomorrow is in striking distance of winning this. Like no one, no one's going to win. Do we know what place Ellie took in the? She was probably about tenth. I know Shadburn was fourth. Lowen was ahead of um, her as well. McQuaid this was is right in the in last the event. No, no, no. This is this is an unscored event. In the all Rose of the run, all of the women in the top eight, except for Danny Spiegel, finished in the top ten at least. I think on the on that workout. Rose swim run. Yeah, but okay. Ellie was towards tenth, and then the girls in eighth and ninth were up ahead of her. Bethany's going to score ninety. 89 points or something on that. So it'll, t- it'll tighten up for sure. It'll be, and uh, well, hopefully we wake up in the morning and we can see that it's a very uh, close and exciting race. Um, what is this first uh, workout tomorrow? This is the, uh, it's Dale, which I think is named after Dale Earnhardt. It's a, it's an elimination style sprint is what they're calling it or subtitling it. So they'll have to do this floor layout is a 30-foot section, and they're going to do handstand walk down, handstand walk back. Both segments have to be unbroken. Then they're going to pick up a 200 or 150-pound sandbag and take it down, back down. Then they're going to do a 300-foot shuttle sprint 10 times back and forth. And then they'll do the same thing in reverse, sandbag, 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 handstand walk, handstand walk, finish. So it's 3,000 meters? 300 meters of running on a 30-foot Three hundred oh, feet of three hundred oh. feet of running. Excuse me, three hundred feet of oh, running. Okay, okay. I was picturing ten thirty uh, foot segments. So they'll do five down and backs. Okay, okay. Total. Okay. And and it's a three minute time cap. I think three or four minutes. And then they'll have uh, they'll cut the field down to twenty, and then they'll do it again. And then they'll cut down to ten, and then they'll have the top you know top ten go. Wow. So this kind of elimination style workout is something that we've you know started to see a little bit more at a. At least at high-level CrossFit competition, the origins of it came in the form of barbell lifting at the games, really, when Dave would have the snatch speed ladder, the clean speed ladder, the clean and jerk speed ladder, et cetera. And then we saw some, we've seen some evolutions of it in, with, with more complex workouts. And this is, um, this was this one, you know, same style, but different format of uh, so, movements. So if we don't see, this is really a hopper workout unless he crash <laughs> and burns, right? I mean, really. I mean, is this, this is where we pull form. up the picture of him carrying the sandbag yes. at the games? Yes, that's <laughs> we should problem, just have right? that on a little, a little loop. No, that's not a problem here. Um, <laughs> I so one one thing that's important is I think uh, they're going to be racing this, and so I think from talking to the athletes, that what it's going to come down to for most of them is the is once they finish the run, like making sure that they have a good grip on the bag and they finish that out and then basically racing the handstand walk. Dude, Scott wins this one. Scott's in Panchik's going to be in the top five in this well, one. Well, maybe. The only problem for Scott here is it's 30 feet and you have to go back and forth and cut, 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 and he's coming off of a knee surgery. That's probably not ideal. Something where he doesn't have to change lateral directions would be way preferable for him. So that's the one thing I'm not so sure about with Scott. I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight knowing Sevon took a job at Avis. <laughs> Asshole. I was having uh, trouble holding it together when O'Keefe was talking because the comments were going hard. <laughs> oh, they were going hard. Um, and uh, who who do you predict? Who do you uh, fill tune? Uh, I I guess for some guys it's going to be the handstand walk, right? And for other guys it's not. 
I I think that you need to be able to like race on your hands for this to to do well in this work. I mean, we're talking about winning it, you know. And Sager's going to come in with crazy confidence. I would like to see Cole Sager's placements on all the workouts so far. I feel like he's just in like fifth through tenth on every single one of them. He has a thirtieth, but other than that, oh he's doing oh great. oh, right right on the lifting. But um, he's also a great uh, uh, he's he's great on the field. He knows how to cut. He's efficient. He's got tons of handstand experience. And, and the uh, sandbag won't be an issue. Yeah, right. Yeah, and he's a big man. Wow. No, there's like this like kind of a sneaky one. Um I, I, I'm not so I'm not really sure. Oh, I had a nice conversation with Danielle today actually during the uh, running swimming rowing workout. It is true. She would have destroyed this workout, right? She would, yeah, I think she would have done really well on this. I'm not sure how important this the running part is, the 300 foot shuttle, right? But I know that I get you know, it feels to me like big guys should do well on this workout for three reasons one is they can get a big grip on the sandbag, two is that then on the cutting, they can, um, like the important thing is not how fast you run, it's how fast you explode out of each uh, turn, so you can get like two or three big strides and you're almost to the other end of the stage already. And then I guess that's really those are really the two reasons because I think that um, most of these guys in thirty foot segments are like it's it's not that hard for them. Is this um, celebrate ten? Is that the workout we don't know what it is? No, that's the one they just did. Oh, the ten rounds with uh, handstand pushups and overhead squats and ring muscle. Then what's this Dale and elimination sprint? That, that's what we're talking about for tomorrow morning. Boy, I'm confused. They're in a the opposite order on that workout list, so it is a little confusing on that. But it, it, say that tonight, again. Tonight, they're, the elite athletes did celebrate ten. Tomorrow, the first workout they're doing is Dale. You're probably looking at that sidebar though, and uh, Dale is before celebrate ten. On yes, that. yes. The yes. reason is <clears throat> okay. Go ahead. Yeah, no, it's just that not all the divisions do the workouts in the same order, and probably they should have it in the order that the elites did it, but maybe it's just misprinted or whatever. Okay, so there is no name. The final workout's not even on here on this list. I don't know what list you're looking at. Uh, I'm on strongest on the leaderboard. It probably just says either final TBD or nothing, yeah. Yeah, there's nothing. But Dale will be the first of two workouts tomorrow, and then they'll have the finale. All righty. Can we look at the elite female team leaderboard? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be – it's probably going to show – Krieger in first, but they are not actually in first. This one, I know for sure with the, um, assuming there were no uh, scoring disputes, I know for sure that Mayfam has a three-point lead over Krieger. And it's the first day after both days one and two, Krieger had a small lead over Mayfam, and now Mayfam has that lead because they won both events today. Yeah, it shows them tied, which is correct for the five events that they've scored, but Mayfam won the run-swim-row workout. Krieger took second, so they'll be three points up. And Gowad was third on that workout. So, I mean, they've, they're clearly the third best team, but it, basically it's going to come down to Krieger and Mayfem, and then Gowad will get third. Are they basically doing the same workout, just some variety of it in terms of that Celebrate 10? <clears throat> they did Celebrate 10 today also. And then yes to the question just substituting oh, Dale. Sorry, Dale. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. gotcha. Um, and I actually haven't looked too close. That's, I haven't looked too closely at that workout, uh, I'll look more closely at the team version of that workout tomorrow morning. 
So so it's worth watching the women's uh, elite tomorrow. It's going to be close. Anyone can win it in the top Yeah, three. honestly, the top five teams have been super impressive. That team in fourth place, the underdogs uh, team that we've talked about a little bit, has been basically the fourth best in every workout. And then in fifth place is three blind mice. They were the online qualifier winners. Tommy DePrima, Madison McElhaney, and Emma, Emma Ferreira. And they were really good. They were almost won that workout tonight. But that's, uh, I think, the first time that a team other than those top three teams has finished inside the top three of any of the workouts. Or maybe the second time after the first workout as well. So, really, there are all those five teams have been really good, and actually they're tied for fifth with another team, aren't they? Well, hey, it doesn't look like there's more work for the teams. What am I looking at wrong here? Each athlete competes the following in a relay, ah, so it's the same thing okay. only in a relay. And oh, there's two wow. rounds. They'll do every one, and then they'll do the top ten. And a nine-minute time cap instead of a three-minute time cap because there's three athletes instead of one. That's a. I think that's a really cool team workout. Mm. yeah the real the um so you know when they first had the first sanctional ever with the team format was in dubai and they had a relay style workout like this that and i think that it is a good like it's a good balance in an eight 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 event competition to have one relay style workout where each individual athlete really gets to like work on their own and show their capacity i don't like it okay well (laughs) i think because it's not a team workout it's an individual workout the way they have it set up Yes, but if one of your teammates isn't that good at it, then it's going to cost the whole team. Right. I don't like it for the same reason you like it. Fair. It'd be like saying that you don't like a a one rep max lifting test when all three people's scores are are added together. Oh, yeah, you're right. And I do like that. All right, you win. Grass-fed beef liver. You know you like it. What were we talking about? Um, <laughs> thank you. You're a good dude, Will. Uh, how about um, uh, the men? Let's go look at the menzies. Oh, by the way, we spoke to Haley today, Brian. Um, and it's so crazy because she's so nonchalant and chill. And uh, I don't even know what planet she's from. But then as soon as you bring up like, hey, do you want to win? It's like, they're, yeah, yeah, we're here to win. Like, what are you fucking stupid? I'm like, okay, sorry. You know what I mean? Like, it's uh I know exactly what you mean. I told <laughs> you the story about the first time I met her and I was like, "Oh my, this is not the normal 16-year-old girl." Yeah, it, it, I, I I was I she's she's all business. One second before we start in here on the men. Uh Tyler Moody from Chubasco barbecue sauce. A bit <laughs> of a bite. Okay? Uh Tyler Moody. Oh, did you, did you ever watch Californication with Moody? Do you, do you know that show? I do not. God, so what, good. Reminds what, uh, me of, what reminds me of my was it own. From the sixties or the seventies? Uh nah, not not quite that far back. It was with the guy from. Anyway, it, the guy reminds me of me. I mean, it, it's my life. Uh, thank you all for everything. Whole weekend has been incredible. Hey, was there a, was there a tsunami in California today? Uh yes, small one, but yes. You haven't seen that footage. Can you pull up Joe Rogan's uh, Instagram really quick? Will, you haven't no, seen was, the footage? I was just sitting there and someone goes, there's a tsunami warning in effect all day. And I'm like, here? They're like, no, no, in California. And I was like, oh, I don't know anyone over there. Ah, David <laughs> Duchovny. Yes, Colin. Yes, David Duchovny from Californication. Um, thank you for thank you all for everything. Whole weekend has been incredible. Keep on keeping it real. Thank you, Chubasco barbecue sauce. If you have spicy, send me a bottle. Thank you. <clears throat> Peace and love. What am I supposed to look for in Joe Rogan's? Uh, he posted a piss call for a second. Okay, he posted, and I'm gonna pee. No, I'm joking. He posted a picture of the uh, volcano exploding. Oh yeah, okay, I got it. And it is, uh, yes, thank you, Colin. It is something 
else. Yeah, that's nuts. That is nuts. Hey, so that's a, Brian, that's a volcano exploding out in the Pacific. I wish we were, I I wish I knew how close um, land was to that. Like, where's Hawaii? Where's, where's, uh, you know, Alaska? Where's uh, the Galapagos? Where's Japan? Anyway, it's fascinating. It's a fascinating aerial shot. But yeah, yeah. So supposedly that earthquake, Brian, this morning caused a tsunami of waves that were like one to two feet, which even as a tsunami, you know, it's just basically a wall of water. There's nothing that can stop it. And uh, it came ashore. I think that they evacuated Berkeley, the 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 lowlands in Berkeley. So Hawaii is on tsunami watch as well. Yeah, I bet. Right. Oh, I bet. my mom was there. Maybe I should give her a call. Uh, flat Earth Sev. Um, no, no. My, a couple of things I'm not open to. I'm not. I'm so close-minded around the flat Earth thing. I, I, mean, I think the vaccine works better than uh, does this flat. Okay, so. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my like immune system one, huh? definitely works better. Yeah, that was good. I'm, I'm so proud of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, the boys. So these are the uh, men's elite. Uh, once again, these scores are missing the row swim run scores, but do have celebrate ten. I'm I'm proud of you, Sevan. I mean, it's not my fault, dude. I'm not you're not yelling. You're yelling at these jackasses in the comments. I mean, because people are like, Jeff, tell me to go to sleep. Jeffrey's telling me, dude, it's all fucked up here on the strongest leaderboard. Okay, let's have it, Brian. Yeah. So, um, excuse me. And so uh, what we can see here, the points are kind of like evenly strung out. There doesn't appear to be any really tight races. However, may have. Oh, wait, time out, time out. Look at the two and a half men and the Irish two and a half men. They've changed the name of one of the two and a half men and thrown in the word Irish in there. Do you have the backstory on that? No. Okay. But I love it. It's great. (laughs) It helps. Man, it helps. And so Mayhem won that swimming event, and obviously we'll gain 100 points for that once those scores come in. And that uh, that might, you know, could potentially move him up 20 points. Are you doing the math? you have a calculator out? No, hold on. Is it hard for us to see Rich um, not be on the winning team? Are we like, ah, it's just Wadapalooza. They're just here having fun. Oh, he's got the Bachelor guy on there. Like, what are we doing? Are we like... How are we justifying? Oh, no, no, rich no. Not They're doing, like, what are we doing? Like uh, all those of us who are like on the rich train so hard. Like, how do I, how do I manage this emotionally in my head? I think, I think we're doing fine, but I think Luke Parker's probably crying in his hotel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lukey. Oh, What'd you guys oh, do? Have them all on naked again? <laughs> no, we need to. Um, dude, you guys, I'm going to whoop someone's ass. No, this is a really, I think this is actually a, a really good um, weekend for, the, for that mayhem team for a lot of different reasons. And I will, um, I'll have more to say about that in the coming week seven. And, and, is, is it true? Or are you just doing what I'm doing? Like you just can't stand. No, no, no. Like- no, I actually spoke to rich today. It was a, a short conversation after yes, that. Running we saw workout. video footage of nice. that. Actually, we saw video footage. We of saw that. it live on our feet. Yes, Don't worry. Yes. 
Oh, okay. So, you know, I'm not full of it. And then I also had a really nice conversation with Facundo tonight. And um, I, I told you I talked to I talked to Luke yesterday. I saw Angelo today. They're all, they're all in good spirits. Um, they're working hard. They're doing their best. They've had a couple of really good workouts, and they've learned uh, quite a bit as well. And uh, I'm not just blowing smoke. I will we'll, uh, have some news about mayhem in the coming weeks. Um, did anyone confuse you as an Orthodox Jew from uh, Brooklyn today? Uh, um, nope. Man, that beard is something fierce. You need to grow the uh, <laughs> the doilies. I can never remember what those are called, but either. Also, I'm, kinda, messing, I'm I, messing with it, Luke. He had a great clutch moment on the barbell workout with, at the end of it to save his team. So it was a really cool moment moment for Luke. Tell us about it. What happened? Well, they. Rich are you failed. talking about the um the lifting workout from yesterday yeah okay. yeah rich failed the lift the clean or the jerk and luke went to the bar picked it up cleaned the 315 bar twice or sorry jerked the 315 bar twice to finish the event and it was a cool moment i'm sure for him wow yeah that is a cool moment and and rich looked really proud of him so it was cool to watch um you know that rich did that on purpose just to test him out the same way a killer whale plays with its food. I don't know how those two are related, but all right. Uh, so um, why am I not as excited here? I, I feel like the boys are just going to run away with it. Am I, am I not being do, – do I watch this one too? Do we stream this one too just because or what? For sure, No, no, for sure. I mean, not only are there a ton of big-name athletes and exciting teams in this competition, there's a, still a lot to be fought for in terms of the podium. I think, you know, yes, the boys are clearly the class of this field so far. Uh, I don't think any – you know – Really, you shouldn't be surprised by that. We've talked about how, obviously how good those three athletes are. They're they're not strangers of each other. Also, you know, Noah and Travis trained trained together a lot, and Chandler had spent a period of time down there as well. Uh, I think that the fact that Sam Sorella man are in third is really cool. You know, now we we um, some of the online qualifier teams were not necessarily happy with the coverage that all the invited teams were getting leading into the competition, but on the men's side, the online qualifier winners, which is them, are in third place after five events and the women, the three blind mice who we talked about are in fifth place. So it's really cool that they can have all these invited teams and then all also the qualifier teams and that there are actually a couple of qualifier teams that are competitive. When, when, uh, when Noah was a young man, he saw Dave somewhere. I can't remember where, do you know the story? Yeah, it was at um, the the mid Atlantic regional. And he walked up to Dave and he said, Hey, one day I'm going to go to the CrossFit games. And, and and I remember, I think Dave even told me that story. Hey, dude, this little kid came up and told me he was going to go to the CrossFit Games. And there he was today. Uh, um, what's that called when you have all the crowd's attention? You're in the spotlight. He's, in, he's not only in the spotlight, but he's like a conductor. He's commanding. He's commanding the crowd. He's he's in control. He's speaking eloquently. He's looking beautiful. And he's like just uh, – uh, uh, I mean – you know, if there's three or four guys missing in the sport, he's at the top of the food chain, like top, top, top. But it just so happens there's a ton of savages. I don't know. I was pretty stoked for him. I was more stoked for that than the ten uh, the ten year anniversary, all that stuff. I was just like, wow. No, yeah, he, you know, he he looked great. He sounded great. Um, I think he was, you know, he's obviously a very emotional guy, but I think he really, you know, captured the essence of who he is and how he feels about this weekend and this event really well and what he had to say. Uh, Heidi, the boys did good on the event. They always look good. Uh, oh, is Heidi in the comments? No. Uh, oh, yeah. Boy, uh, yeah. Uh, dude, she, you killed it today, Heidi. Holy cow. For real. 
Hey, I oh. found that. Do you see? Also, I found the uh, the VIP ticket winners today. Oh yeah, that was great. That was great. Yeah, yeah. Barbelljobs.com. Thank you. What day did we give those out? Was that on Thursday night or? Yeah, or whenever it was. Wednesday night, Thursday morning, something like that. Wednesday, Wednesday night with Pat. And I, uh, I DM'd them that Cindy that night, and I said, "Hey, you know, try to find me this weekend. We'll take a picture. I want to say hi to you guys." And and then I didn't hear from her until like midday today. She finally responded, and she's like, "We're gonna find you today." And then they did. Hey, have you ever DM someone and you're like, "Hey, um, let's take a picture," and they're like, "Fuck off, creep." <laughs> I'm assuming you're asking, "Well, no." Uh, <laughs> the reason why I say that is I was I was hanging with someone one time who was pretty uh, famous, and tons of people were coming up and taking pictures of them. And this person misread someone, a young girl coming up who was just walking by. And this person thought that that young girl wanted a picture and they went to go take a picture with him. And the girl was basically like, yeah, she's like, Hey, get the fuck back. Like, what are you doing? Like, I'm not here to see you. And I was like, Oh damn. <laughs> but I take it. That's never happened. You. I just zoned out. For, I just stopped paying attention for that story. I don't blame you. That's good. When I talk, <laughs> you, you did should that too. Do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, any, uh, who's left? We talked about the men, we talked about the women, we talked about the teams. Any other uh, recap, anything special? Uh, Dallin Pepper's ankle. Uh, oh, I Sarah. talked to Dallin today. Okay. Um, I talked to him after the run, and I said, how'd that feel? And he said, dude, did you see the video? And I said, yeah, we saw, I saw the video. And he goes, it, I felt okay during the event, but it was bothering me afterwards. But I also walked back with him and a couple other guys. Uh, actually, Tim Paulson is there. They were giving me a hard time but uh in jest and he you know he's handling it well um, i'm impressed with the but he's a tough kid and he's young so that's advantage and something like that for sure so i think he's going to be fine to finish out but again that the cutting back and forth and the running tomorrow also carrying a heavy sandbag and moving around you know changing directions um maybe not the most ideal but i think Dallin's good to go he's going to be fine you thought colt mertens was going to win that event right yeah, actually, I was uh, texting with J.R. Howell beforehand. He goes, give me your top five. And I just sent Colton, 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 Colton. <laughs> um, was, it, it was impressive. 11 minutes, 10.58. Yeah, yeah, it was great. And, um, I mean, I was I was super impressed with Scott Panchik, and I was very impressed with Phil, too. And his, squat, his cycle rate on the overhead squats was insane. I yes. li- literally think it was two to one to everyone on the 205. And he was making up a ton of time on the uh, 15s as well. I thought he was going to catch Scott until Scott on the last round cycled the bar just as fast. And I was like, my God, this guy's still got it. Um, He's in fourth place right now. I mean, come on. Yeah, Tune? No, Scott Pantry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yes, yes. And he's going to do good tomorrow also. He's going to. We'll see about the cutting. Scott's always been good with the bar over his head. Yeah, yeah. Incredible positions, and look, their whole family. I talked about how they um, snatched 285 on on Bayside a few four or five years ago, but they finished. I, I think they finished second, fourth, and fifth, maybe second, fourth, and sixth in that event. There were a couple. It was kind of hard to see these squad guys finishing quickly, but at the worst, all three of them were in the top six, and yeah, they're very good in that overhead position. Um, last night when we went to get off the air, oh, we let Tyler Watkins on tonight a couple times. He was great. He contributed oh, so- good stuff. Yeah, I've had some nice conversations with him this weekend. Uh, I just don't never know if he's going to start talking about scoring or not. But but he was great. He was he was awesome. We did a little little bit of scoring. Bit of I scoring. mean, there are people that are interested in that, and I think that it's certainly something that we can um, talk about. But 
after the competition. Yeah, I just like to make fun of him for it. Um, how about Jake um, Marconi uh, IG? Last night, you guys were going to show me something on his IG, and we had to uh, go. Does, does that ring a bell to you, Will? I just have a note here. Can you repeat that? Uh, Jake Marconi. Was there something that we said we were going to watch? look at Jake Marconi's Instagram last night? Do you guys do you remember what that is? They're like, oh, my yeah, God. Have you seen? dropped his barbell on top of the buzzer. Oh, yeah. Can I see that? <clears throat> yeah. It's interesting, Brian. Um, you had mentioned before the run swim, uh, whatever that event is, you had mentioned that uh, you were concerned about uh, the machines malfunctioning because Didn't of the water. Didn't seem to have any issues. No, but but there was a malfunction there. We're still uh, holding up the whole event. Yeah, but not with the machines that we thought. Right. I like your shirt, Sevon. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, yes. <laughs> and then, does he go press the button? <laughs> Please tell me he did that on purpose. That's I'd a like clever to, way to, to stop the clock. <laughs> look at the judges. Look at the judges. Like, what is this guy doing? <laughs> oh, man, dude. Oh, man. What was plan B for him right there? What was plan B? What if those guys wouldn't have moved? Well, I think that at that point, it's natural instinct takes over. Hey, man, hard work pays off. Hey, that guy, those guys could have easily... Oh, that those guys could have really easily not been paying attention, especially the guy to the left who's not his judge. Wow. Well, I'm glad you showed me that. That's amazing. We'll have to ask him about that, have him back on the show. All right, guys, crazy day. Thank you. Uh, Noah said he would come on tomorrow, Brian, uh, but I don't... I. I it's, it, I can't even believe that people are even texting back. I know everyone's super duper busy. Um, any of the athletes who uh, I text, I appreciate you um, not changing your phone number even. So don't think there's any pressure for you to come on. It's all for you if you want a place to just come say hi to people. We will see you guys. Oh, I haven't made the charts for tomorrow morning yet, but we will see you guys tomorrow. I believe the elite teams I have start at 110 eastern standard time is that correct brian do you have that in front of you by any chance or will i'm pulling it up right now sunday elite teams uh i have them starting at 12 17 okay elite team starting at 12 17 eastern standard time on sunday 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 thank you will and uh, uh i guess i have to find out with will if we're doing that and then and then what time do you have elite indie starting Two forty. 240. Ay, ay, ay. Wow. That's, that's because that's two hours and 30 minutes to get through all that. Yeah. Because that, um, that Dale event, even though it's only running in two rounds, the first round has to have four heats because it's on a smaller stage. So there's only 10 lanes. So they won't, they're not 40 teams, but they, I don't think, I think there are more than 30. So they'll have to do it as like, eight, eight, nine, seven, or whatever they do. And then they'll have, so it's five heats. It'll end up being four heats in round one, one final heat of the top 10, and then five more for the men's field. So that's why they need the full two-hour window. And then for the individuals also, there'll be four heats, then two heats, then one heat. Yeah, for some reason I can tolerate that more. Hey, um, and, and, then, and then what happens? Then when it's understandable. 
Oh, man, it's going to be really crazy to try to track the top 10 that advance from four different heats. What um, the the final event, um, the one we don't have a name for, the one that's not on the leaderboard yet, do we know what time that starts? The Yeah, the elite, elite teams. teams go at 5.10, according to the most up-to-date schedule that I've seen, and the elite individuals go right after that at 6.30. Um, yeah, that's what we know so far. Wow, that's fast. That's mm-hmm. fast. I like that. Okay, guys. So I suspect tomorrow when the elite teams come on at twelve seventeen, we will not go live. I suspect we will wait till at least twelve thirty Eastern Standard Time. We'll let a few. A few two really- two thirty. You mean two thirty? Right before the elite individual. No, no, no. You. I'm. I'm sorry. Uh, I have the um, elite team starting at twelve seventeen. Yeah. So I'm I'm thinking that we'll come in like 15 minutes to a half hour late. Like we'll let some of that burn. Gotcha. gotcha. Right before the last heat of the first teams. Yeah. So so I'm guessing we'll go like at 12:45 or one o'clock tomorrow, Eastern time. Mm-hmm. All right. Peace and love. Thanks everything. Jacqueline Robbins. Jacqueline Robertson. Thank you for the. <laughs> thank you. She's she's great too. Yeah, she's been dumping cash on us all day. Seven, are you fasting tomorrow? Is today tomorrow Sunday? Oh shit, I better eat. I am fasting tomorrow. I'm about to eat a ton. Seven looks like he would bring the good snacks when it's time to bring snacks to the soccer practice. <laughs> That's probably one of the nicest things anyone's ever said about me. 